Hey, I'm Ruben from Dub. Welcome to Connection Loop, our actionable podcast about building businesses with daily human connections. Connection Loop features long form interviews with fascinating people in sales, marketing, and beyond. Enjoy today's episode and learn more about Dub at dub.com. And we are live. Hey guys, this is Ruben Dua from the Dub Podcast Connection Loop. And today I have with me Rachel. Um, Rachel Tresh. Is that am I pronouncing? Yes. Very good. Thank you. Yes. Okay. So we're gonna get into this this super esoteric and interesting conversation of how to find your voice and to be authentic in sales videos. Now when we talk about sales videos, just to qualify here, we're talking about any type of video that we create to outreach to prospects, whether it's using Dub or whether it's YouTube or social media, Instagram, a live video. It really could be any any type of format. Um, and the person to talk to about this is, in fact, Rachel, because she's done it for such a while now and she's got so much experience and so much insight. So, Rachel, if you could start, please, with a short bio and then let's get into this. Sure. Well, my background really runs the gamut. Um, I started in marketing and PR. I'm a mom of two, um, married to my wonderful Jamie. He is my muse and also keeps me grounded because I would be in the stratosphere otherwise. Um, I gave voice and acting lessons for 11 years. Uh, did voiceover work. I started voiceover work about five years ago. And then recently, um, this summer, I was working for a podcast company just because it sounded interesting. I wanted to really kind of dabble in that. And then um, I started with a brand new industry. I really don't know much about mortgages or I didn't when I first started, but I started um, in a mortgage company. I'm in a sales and recruiting role. And really, it is a complete game changer for me, but I really kind of just wanted to test myself and see what I was capable of. I think we've all been in that position before where my kids are older now. They're not older, seven and 10, but, um, you know, really to kind of just spread my wings a little bit and um, try something really different. So when positions just land in your lap and doors open, you have to make that decision. All right, am I going to walk through? Am I going to try this out? And yeah. uh, this position just kind of happened. So I I thought, you know what? No time like the present to give something new a try. So yeah, here we are. And I think what's really interesting about our meeting is that the way that we met is that you had sent me um, a message on LinkedIn. In fact, you used Dub, <laughs> used Dub to, to connect with me on LinkedIn, which I absolutely loved. I watched your video. I shared it with some people on our team. I'm sure you saw the activity reporting. I did. Up. I was like, what's going on? Yeah. So <laughs> you know, you. I shared it with Darius and I shared it with Rob and I said, um, Rachel, she embodies, you know, embodies what we're really trying to evangelize, which is, you know, finding your voice, being authentic in sales videos or at least in videos. And um, and it's really hard. It's really hard to to get to that level where you have the experience to feel comfortable, to click record and not care a lot to get those voices out of your head, to get rid of the rejection, to, to actually get yourself into a daily flow, you know? Yeah. And, and you know, it, it is hard and it's not hard though. I think yeah. as adults, we make it hard. And um, I've actually been using video for quite some time. Um, I was that person way back when YouTube first started that I was doing like a, a YouTube cover letter for my resumes that I was sending out. And then fast forward, I don't know how long has YouTube been around? 15 years, something like that. 
um, fast forward and um, this summer, I uh, actually maybe more like the spring I had come across dub and I was like, what is this? I can send a message. It shows up. It's not just a link. And that was seriously a game changer because um, so many, we get so many emails, we get so many messages, we get so many links that people send us. And if you just send a link to somebody that looks in, in my kids words, very sus, right? So um, the way that the dub videos came across with a GIF playing, like sometimes I would hold up uh, a, a whiteboard and, and have your name on it and just saying, Hey, Ruben. And, um, people would see that and say, Oh my gosh, what, who is this girl? What is, what does she want? I need to find out. And it doesn't really matter what you're quote unquote selling. It's a really interesting way to communicate with people. And especially when you don't know them and you're in a sales and recruiting position to cut through all the noise and, and be different. And so the people know that I'm a human, I'm not just a bot typing away that I took time to make a video. Wow. I So I had to say thank you because it's such a cool program and platform. And I'm just happy that I came across it. Well, that, that means that means a lot to us. Thank, thanks so much for that. You know, it's interesting because the thing that we struggle with the most as a video communication platform is getting people to feel comfortable being on video. Okay. And I, in fact, yesterday on, on my little whiteboard in my office, I, I wrote down all the objections that people give to us mm. with, with Rob from our team. And it was a really interesting list of objections. And I, I'd love to kind of do, if, if you're okay with this, I'd love to do a spitfire se session with you Ooh. where I give you an objection. Okay. And then you tell me the solve for it. So if, if you're okay with this, this was not- I love improv. Okay. Fire so away. This is an improv bit. I'm I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to play the role of the objectionist as to why I don't want to use video in sales and then you're going to tell me why I'm wrong or why I should or what I need to do to overcome overcome Oh, it's something. getting real. It's getting it's real. real. All right. Okay. Here we go. Now, this is all extremely data data driven. Like this comes from, you know, hundreds and hundreds of people that have come to us saying I'm struggling with this and how can you help me, okay? Yeah, I'm so curious. Oh, good. Okay. okay. So here we go. Objections of what would this be called of, of using video for sales? Okay. Okay. That's what this segment's called. Okay. Number one is I just don't like the way that I look on camera. <laughs> well, guess what, Ruben, there's only one you and it doesn't really matter. It, it's not about being a supermodel. It's not about, you know, the perfect lighting or even saying the perfect thing because there's only one you. And especially in a sales position, you want to have that connection with somebody. And if they don't really know you, then you're just a number. You're just another drop in the bucket of how many sales pitches and emails and messages that people get. If they can see you, now you're somebody that is a friend. You're somebody that they actually can see you're a human being. You're not just a, a computer. And so... It's, it's like saying the same thing, like, uh, I don't want to go out on a date because, you know, like, I just, I don't like how my hair looks tonight. Well, then you're never going to have a relationship. <laughs> so, right? You got to, you got to just put yourself out there. Yeah. Um, love that. Okay. So the next one is, I don't know what to say. <laughs> I think a lot of people feel like that. There's actually this awesome thing called Google. You can Google 
everything. Okay. Um, there's, I actually, I posted this on my link, my LinkedIn, maybe a month or so ago. And there's a whole calendar that has a full year, 365 different ideas on things that you can post. And you don't have to go to my LinkedIn to find that you can just simply Google it. But I think the best place to start is by saying who you are and telling a story. You know, I'm brand new to mortgages and I said the same thing. I don't really know the lingo. It's important to have for me to have that integrity and speak intelligently on what I'm talking about. Um, but first and foremost, people buy you. They do not care what you are selling because if you're a jerk and they don't want to hang out with you, it doesn't matter if you have the best widget out there, they buy you first. So tell them your backstory. Tell them about how you got into your industry. Tell them about your weekend. Tell them about how everybody in your whole family had COVID over Christmas and it was still the best Christmas ever. I mean, it doesn't matter, right? I think you know what I did on Christmas. <laughs> Very cool. Okay. Objection number three is that I just don't see the value in sending videos. That's okay. You don't have to see the value right now because you know what? The proof is going to be in the pudding when you have that, um, that number one, it's trackable. So you can see even right now, if you don't see the value, you're going to see the value when your um, click through rate is much higher than an actual email. So if you're sending emails, the click through rate, I think is maybe 2%. So two out of every 100 emails people are actually actually going to look at well that stinks right but video you can see okay well maybe if it's 30 percent click through awesome if it's 80 percent click through amazing if it's 100 percent click through holy cow you are just setting it you know you're you're to the stars Love so it. i'm worried that people will ignore me and reject me they might it's okay they don't really know you now if your mom or your dad or your kids they reject you and they don't like you then maybe that's a different story but these are people that don't even know you yet so it's okay i think so many times we get in our heads that everybody has to like me and what if i say the wrong thing guess what it's okay just do another video you know do another message and it it yes we want to do video but then you also want to speak people's love language and by that i mean it has to be a video then maybe follow it up with a text then follow it up with a linkedin or Facebook DM, um, then follow that up with another video, then follow. Oh, and you can see again, it's trackable. So if somebody watched the video, then maybe send them a different video. But if they didn't watch it, then send them the same video again. So it, it's really okay. Yeah, but I don't have a good office set up. So how am I going to do that? That's okay. You can get a green screen that are on Amazon. They're super cheap. You can do all those fancy little um, backgrounds, which, you know, I'm kind of a fan of, kind of not. Sometimes it like blurs people out on the sides. But again, you know, I feel like we're all, oh gosh, Ruben, we're all struggling with that because we see perfection out there and we think that we need to be perfect, but we really don't. You know, I think people relate to a messy office or kids running in the background or, you know, if you're in your bedroom, um, maybe make the bed and like try to make it look a little tidy. So you put some effort into it, like don't have your laundry hanging out in the background. But like in, in my studio, my dog's hanging out in the background. My kids are normally 
in and out, especially when they come home from school. Like they want to come in and say hi. I don't ever stop what I'm doing to be like, stop, mommy's on a call. No, this is our life, you know? So people want to see that. They want to see the true you. And it's it's very cool that most people are working from home now because it really is a glimpse into your world. So it's yours, own it. And it's unique that it's yours. So again, get rid of that that idea of perfection because it doesn't exist and people don't want it. They don't want to see it. Okay, so I'm, I'm kind of convinced or convincible, but you know what, my, my company and my boss, they just won't let me do videos. They just, there's some there's some brand guidelines. You know, I've heard that before, and I know that it is maybe a newer thing because they want that compliance. But I think the beauty of um, a company like Dub is that they can talk to your your um, your president, or your vice president, your the owner of your company, and really show them the value and show them um, number one that they can have videos that maybe are pre-produced that they you know. I come on, I say my little spiel, and then there's a pre-produced something that is already um, given the stamp of approval from a, from a compliance standpoint. Um, and yeah, I think I think the best way to get through that is to really just introduce your decision makers to um, to Ruben and to the people at, at Dub that can really help them understand. Because most of the time, it's just in misunderstanding because it is a newer medium that people aren't using. So I would just really go through all of the fact finding before you just say, they're not going to let me do it. But nobody in my industry uses video for sales, Rachel. Perfect. Awesome. That means that you stand out so much better. And I'm experiencing that now because I feel like not many people are using video in sales and recruiting and i feel like i can cut right through the noise all the other noise everyone's doing all the same stuff if everyone's doing all the same things in the same posts and the one-dimensional um flat boring posts then thank you very much that means that my video shines so much brighter because it's cutting through and actually telling a story and now you know who i am so you should be thankful. <laughs> okay, but the problem is, is that when I do videos, I keep having to to redo them. I, I record one and then it stops and then I record another one and then it stops and I'm sort of never satisfied with the outcome. You know what I say to that is something that I tell my kids and that I told my voice students and acting students for years. Repetition is good. Repetition is good. Repetition is good. I think the number one um, thing people forget is consistency. It's not perfection. It's about showing up for yourself every day. And maybe that first video, you hit record 20 times until you get something that you're comfortable with. Well, then the next time you do it, it's going to be a little bit easier. And the next time you do it, it's going to be a little bit easier. So it's that constantly, constantly showing up for yourself and really making sure that you are sharpening your skills. If you're doing this on a, on a consistent basis where you are um, really trying to better yourself, you're only going to get better. You're not going to get worse. So I think that's something that a lot of adults need to hear. And, and that perfection, again, is not the desired outcome. People want real. They want to see you mess up. If you're, if you're doing it on your phone and you drop your phone, keep the stinking video. 
just see what happens. I guarantee you that video will get more response than anything else that is perfect and put together. People don't want that. They want real. Right. Love it. Um, sometimes I feel like I'm just too shy to be on video. Who told you that? Um, an ex-partner <laughs> broke my heart. I think sometimes we get that um, that stigma. And I always tell people, don't don't tell kid, your kids that they're shy because then they'll get this idea in their head that they're shy mm. when really that is, it's not a thing, okay? You either do something or you don't. You can do it afraid. It's fine. If you mm. feel afraid, just do it. Because most of the time, what you feel, actually all of the time, what you feel internally is not what people see. You know, your heart may be pounding, your palms may be sweaty, People don't see that unless you tell them, I'm really nervous and my heart's pounding and my palms are sweating. Like, <laughs> they don't know. They don't know. So it's okay. Do it afraid. You'll be fine. Yeah. You're going to live. Um, I can't make video part of my daily flow. Why not? I, I get distracted. I end up doing other things. It just, it's not, it doesn't become a priority. I don't have the time to do it. Okay, well, that sounds like, you know, a lot of people, we make excuses for things that we just don't want to do. So if it's really something that is a priority and something you want to accomplish, let's figure out maybe the best time of day for you to do that. Maybe it's the morning before you get totally bogged down and, you know, the day happens and you're reacting to lots of different things. Or maybe it's the end of the day because you have gone through everything and you finally feel like, okay, I can relax, you know, um, don't, don't just cut it out and say you're too busy. Cause I know that it's something that is important to you and will really drive your business. So let's figure out number one, a strategy. And, and then number two, um, if that strategy doesn't work, we'll, we'll figure out another strategy or maybe try doing a number of videos for the week, um, all in one shot. So then it's all pre-done, everything's recorded, and you don't have to think about it for the rest of the week. Mm -hmm. um, I feel like an imposter on video. <laughs> an imposter, a poser, somebody who just, that's okay. You know, yeah. I think i think most people fake it till they make it, you know? And there's nothing, um, if you're being authentic and you're telling your story and you are just sharing who you are, there's nothing fake about that. It's okay if you don't maybe know your industry in the ins and outs just yet. That knowledge and that posture will come. But you know who you are and you can share. Again, people buy you before anything else. So there's nothing fake about that. Um, another one is I can't find my voice using video. Can't find your voice. I think that's a problem that a lot of people have. And this is there. That's kind of twofold. So number one, finding their actual voice. When I first started doing voiceover, I felt like I needed to talk like the people on TV. So I was doing voiceover like this. Nobody wants to hear a commercial of somebody talking like that. So I wasn't getting any jobs. And then my husband said, why are you talking like that? <laughs> and I was like, talking like what? <laughs> people, people want to hear you talk normally okay so don't don't put on an air don't don't talk all the way up in your head voice and don't be all the way down here just speak in your normal voice mm -hmm. just relax just breathe so that's 
your actual voice, right? The literal voice. And then number two, um, finding your voice in terms of your beat, in terms of what you're going to be talking about. Um, you have to really figure out who do you want to be known as? How do you want people to see you? And, and that can come. That doesn't necessarily, I think, have to be at the forefront right away, especially if you're in a newer industry. You know, really just making sure that you're you're telling stories about who you are and what attracted you to the company that you're at to begin with. And then, um, you know, for me right now, I'm in sales and recruiting and I'm I'm speaking with loan officers all the time and introducing them to my company, Annie Mac, and, and really kind of um, obviously talking up how great my company is. But first and foremost, I need to get to know that person. Because before I even introduce what it is that I am selling, I want to know them. I want to know, would they even fit into our culture? Would they be the kind of person that I want to do life with? Because if they're not the kind of person that I want to go out and have a cup of coffee with or have lunch with, then I don't necessarily want to be inviting them into our world, into our company. So just remember, it's getting to know people. I think video is a perfect, perfect medium and platform to do that. Um, and then encourage people, you know, sometimes when I send a video, I encourage them to send me a video back. Mm. And um, it's just kind of like a, a fun little game to uh, to see who puts themselves puts themselves yeah. out there right away. I love that. Um, Lucky 13, I'm not sure I can get more bookings with video. Well, my or, friends, or you never know if you don't try. Mm. Again, it goes back to that that old love language, right? I think people need to hear things a number of different times, a number of different ways before they'll actually engage with you. So it's um, it's not just, here's a video and now everyone's going to come flocking to me. That might be the case, which is sometimes happens, which is great. But most of the time they need to have, again, that text message, an email, a video message, a follow-up video message. They need to have all these different ways of communication to really remember we're so busy and everyone is so inundated with so many messages coming at them all the time so if you can cut through the noise with with a video just a little bit i would absolutely take that you know anything that's going to set you apart we got we have to take advantage of that i'm not sure i can get more sales with video Again, this not sure. Oh my goodness, people are doubtful. You don't know until you try, right? You just don't know. And I love, because we don't know if a phone call or if an email, if that's gonna do any good. I love the fact that this is trackable, that I can see how long somebody watched my video, if they clicked on anything, um, if they sent it to someone. I mean, how much more proof do we need, right? We can't sell, we can't have that kind of information with an email. We can't tell if we, um, in sales, if when we call somebody, if they're just like, oh, don't want to talk. We don't know that. But with video, we know we we can we can have it be a duplicatable process, and then we can see what works and the and the messaging that works. Maybe um, we see that somebody's watching a video, but they're only watching fifty six percent meaning they only watch 30 seconds of it. So then create a message that's only 30 seconds. I mean, this is this is where the future is. We have to be able to track and- That's and a pro tip. That's a pro tip. Can you repeat that, please? Yeah, yeah. Um, with Dub, because I actually had this happen 
this morning. I sent a video to someone and I saw that, um, and it was the same video, you know, sometimes I'll do one video and have it be and send it out to a number of people. But I could see that the average amount of time was about 56%. They weren't watching the whole thing. And the whole video was maybe a minute and 35, 40 seconds. So the next video that I do, I'm not going to have it be that long. I'm going to have it be maybe a 30 or 40 second video because that's all they're watching to begin with. So sometimes we think we have to create all of this content. That's, that's not the case. We just, we're trying to give them a little glimpse into our world to then further the conversation and then further that's, the relationship. That's super interesting because how, how often do people think that um, their video is not good enough? It wasn't engaging enough. Um, the person got bored. They weren't interested in what the person had said, but really it's, it's their attention span. Actually, they have a 30 second attention span to watch that length of a video. So let's just accommodate their personality, their flow and, and, and not get hard on ourselves. It's perception. How mm -hmm. you see it is how it's going to be. Mm -hmm. I could have seen that and said, oh, he didn't watch my video. He hates it. But guess what? He booked an appointment with me ah. and and that's fine. You know, most people are very, very busy. And that ADD comes back in and they squirrel on the roof and they just they just didn't watch the whole video. It doesn't mean they don't like you. They just moved on to something else. They saw what they needed to see. So shorten it. You know, it's interesting because the, the whole um, when we talk about our attention spans, you know, in, in so many ways, our attention spans are a survival mechanism because there's so much noise around us. I mean, constantly there's there's media just overwhelming, overwhelming amounts of media around us. And the only way that we can really stay on our task is to protect ourselves from that. So, you know, if we're doing something, if we start reading three pages in a book and we get bored and we just abandon it, you know, yeah, maybe, maybe we have attention issues or maybe it's not a priority in our life and there's something else we should be doing. So it's so interesting that it's easy for us to look at ourselves and say we have attention issues or others. But really, if we just live in the realm of empathy and respecting time, because that's the only resource that we can't renew, um, we make things efficient for ourselves and others, you know? Absolutely. And, you know, I think um, we have to remember, too, I think the most successful people are the ones that that are constantly in a million different directions, you know, because we 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 don't have an issue adjusting or picking something up and putting it down. Um, so so don't be hard on yourself. I think that's the the key takeaway. Really, I think we are so hard on ourselves and are so worried about perfection, and we don't need to be. Exactly. Well, that was so interesting. That that little ob objection blast there. I think you answered those questions so well. <laughs> and just fun. To see how you did it with such minimal delay, it's almost like these answers are all sort of inside of you. And I just had to kind of catalyze it. So <laughs> that, was, that, was, that was pretty amazing. And, and I cannot tell you how important it is for people to hear what you said, because, you know, it, you said it best. It's about repetition. You know, it's about practice. I mean, you know, whenever my eight year old kid says I'm not good at doing that, I say, well, have you done it a hundred times? Because if you haven't done it a hundred times, how can you say that you're not good at it? You know, it, that doesn't make any sense. It, you have to try it and you have to continue to do it. So the same applies to us as adults, you know? It's so true. And you know, it's really funny. I think, um, well, I know the number one fear that people have 
actually, hold on. I'm going to tell you the number two fear. The number two fear that people have is swimming with sharks. The number one fear is public speaking. <laughs> people would rather swim with sharks, Ruben, than publicly speak. Okay. So this still, this is, falls into that category. And yeah. I think by, um, by really making sure that this is uh, something that you are constantly doing. Again, that consistency, that word keeps coming up. But um, there's ways to practice without yeah. being in front of the camera. So yes. on your on your drive um, home from work, if you actually have the luxury of working somewhere other than your basement or an office um, or driving to the store, wherever, pretend like you're a newscaster and report on everything that you see. And it doesn't have to make sense. Don't edit yourself. Just practice speaking words, <laughs> not stopping, and 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 really just creating a conversation that flows. Because so many times we edit ourselves in our minds and then we're think, you know, we start thinking, oh my gosh, what I'm saying is stupid. Oh, I don't even know what I just said. But really it's about just just constantly um continuing the conversation. So I double dog dare you to try that. Mm -hmm. So driving home, okay, we're at a traffic light right now. It just turned red. The guy next to me is chewing gum and he really should not be chewing like that. And I don't understand why um, he doesn't get his bumper fixed. And this person over here, they really need to fix that blinker. Like just speak random, anything that you see, speak into it because all of these weird little practices they will help you when, when you're in front of the camera and when you have to have rapid fire questions. You won't edit yeah. yourself. You'll just go. I, I love that. I think that's such an honest and effective way to feel comfortable just communicating and, you know, from our heart, from our mind, from our soul, just putting information, putting knowledge out there without being inundated by all the stuff that's in our head. One of the things that I know I did, which set me on a path, which ultimately was good because I corrected it, but I initially, when I started to create videos, I started to sort of emulate other people. Like I'd mm -hmm. hear a social media person, I'd hear someone on TV, I'd hear some voice and I'd be like, let me just, let me just sound, let me just talk like them. Oh, it's a motivational speaker. It's a, it's, you know, someone that does these, these, these rock shows that gets the whole audience to go wild. Like, let me talk like them. And then I started to realize that it, it, it was it was comfortable while I was doing it because I was sort of copycatting. But when I'd watch the video, I'd be like, I uh, 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 no way. That's there's something wrong about this. And I sometimes I'd put it out. Sometimes I'd not. And, and I would sort of feel embarrassed a little bit. And then I'd go back and I would delete stuff. And then I realized that for me, it wasn't about trying to always give the most amount of information that I could to be an expert on everything. That was a disservice and it was not honest. For me, what I found was it was just simply my perspective. You know, if I was out there in the world and I noticed something and I saw something, I don't I don't ever want to claim like I'm an expert at that thing. I just want to share how I feel about it, whether I like it, whether I don't like it, my hopes, my fears. And just by sharing my perspective, it allowed me to just be conversational. Like I was talking to a friend on a, on yes. a road, you know, and it was a, it was a total unlock for me perspective, not expertise. And I'm sure that felt so much, um, so much better, so much less pressure and just, just conversations. I think yeah. that that is another key takeaway that you're just having conversations and you're right. You don't have to have all the answers all the time. I think sometimes, um, 
we feel like we have to have all the answers, but that's not what it's about. It's about creating a relationship. And yeah. and when you share how you feel about certain things, that's that's furthering a relationship. Absolutely. Well, it's it's interesting, you know, there's a little bit of a paradox, but you know, in, in media and movies and stories and stuff, you know, when we think about the smartest person in the room, oftentimes we think about the cockiest person in the room or the least likable person in the room, <laughs> the most arrogant person in the room, you know? Um, when you find someone that's intelligent, that can communicate, that's also humble, that's kind of the person that we want to hang out with. It's not always the most intelligent person. In fact, if you read a lot of books on leadership, you know, let the person that's the smartest person in the room and the most cocky that thinks that they're better than anyone else, let them go actually, because they're going to create a little, little bit of a poison in, in the, in the team environment. You know, people are going to resent them and there's, you know, competitiveness and all sorts of weirdness. And I think what I'm trying to say is that by not trying to come off as a know-it-all, by not trying to come off as arrogant, but rather being humble and empathetic and compassionate and just speaking by listening, you know, listening first and then speaking, um, I think that's what really allows us to connect with people. You know, that's what creates the bond with people where it's like, we're, we both know nothing. Socrates said, you know, all that I know is that I know nothing, you know, and that's the truth because everything is evolving. I can never say that I'm an expert in X because X is always changing, you know, and if it's not changing, what's the point of being an expert in it? Because <laughs> it's probably not something dynamic. So, so I think that humility, empathy, just staying grounded is really, really important in this, really important. I think so too. And you know, it's interesting um, to speak less, smile more. Now, granted, yeah. when you're doing a video, you do have to speak. You can't just sit there and smile. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that people won't get to know you as well if you do that. But yes. in, the, in, um, the words of a, in the words of a great assassin, Hamlet reference, <laughs> Hamilton reference, yeah. Speak less, smile more. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Very good. Good. I, 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 we actually saw the live show. We went, we went, my wife and I saw the live show here in Los Angeles. It was awesome. So. Oh, we yeah. saw it in Philly. So oh, nice. Yes, Speak it's less, true. You know, just, yes, exactly. Um, you know, selling by listening listening based selling like if you put selling and listening or sales and listening into amazon you're going to find 100 books on it and the reason why is because it's true we have to listen first you know um there there is a um there is a great quote which is that there's there's a paradox here which is that how can you create videos by listening like how do you how do you do that like where where do we listen that's a question for you where can we listen well, that is a great question. And um, if you're listening and you're watching and you're paying attention, then you're going to create the most directed, um, thoughtful video possible, right? If you, if you're going to date somebody, you know, I'm married, but back in the dating time, you didn't just like go up to somebody and say, you want to get married. No, it doesn't work like that. They think you were crazy. But you you get to know somebody, you get to know their habits, you go out, you you talk, you have conversations, right? It's the same thing in sales. You want to look at what they're doing on social media, understand the kind of business that they have, see the kinds of um, customers and clients that they have. And really, by by doing your homework first and then creating a video that speaks into all of that, you're doing you did the listening you did the work you did the homework and now it's really speaking into who they are and why they need to know you 
if not, then it's just a, you know, shot in the dark and, hey, you want to get married? Like, you, you don't know them. Exactly. You have to you have to take it slow. Take it slow. Nice. Well, Rachel, this was this was awesome. I wanted to thank you for for this time. You know, what a what a cool session we had. You know, we went through objections. Yeah, we went through, you know, overcoming fears. We went through the little voice in our head and all the things that we need to do just to be chill and grounded and just go to our roots and our most honest self and and communicate with video. So thank you so much for, for guiding us on so many things. Thank you so much. And one last thing, you know, I think, again, as adults, we forget that you don't have to have all the answers, but... In the words of Glinda the Good Witch, because I love the Wizard of Oz, you have had the power all along. Whatever you want, you can make happen. And there we go, the ruby red slippers. You gotta love them. Oh, right? You've had the power all along. You just had to learn it for yourself. So give yourself time, give yourself grace. And this is the perfect time of year to do that. The beginning of the year, setting goals for yourself and and sticking to those goals. So. I'm excited to see uh, to see where this year takes us. I think we're off to a great start. Love that. Tell me where we can connect with you on social channels. Absolutely. Instagram, YouTube, whatever you got. Yeah, yeah. On uh, definitely on LinkedIn, it's Rachel R A C H A E L. Don't forget the A for awesome, or you won't find me. Rachel okay. Tresh. And on Facebook, same Rachel Tresh. I need to get better at Instagram. I know, but it's Rach Tresh at Instagram. And oh, there's my little monkeys. There's Lila and Colt and my husband, Jamie. And um, yeah, I mean, I just, I love talking about all these best practices. And I think that the more that we put ourselves out there, you know, the better everybody is right cool and there is your oh, looks like someone sent me a dub video on linkedin but there is your uh, linkedin profile so i encourage people to connect with you um i am connected with you so psyched about that i look forward to seeing more of your content on linkedin um and then you have a youtube channel as well yeah i do yeah it's just uh my my company my singing and acting company sing voice studio so if you go on youtube slash sing voice studio get to hear me give you some ideas on singing. And remember that voice we were talking about how to find your true voice. That first video, I had not found my voice. So you get to go on there and listen to me talk like a Disney princess. Until I figured it out. (laughs) That's super interesting. Very cool. Well, Rachel, thank you so much. And I will be giving you a standing ovation. Oh, stop. Here it is. (laughs) Here's a big standing O. <laughs> well, I will give you a round of applause, my friend. Thank you. Thank you. And, Thank and, you and so much for having me. Stay. Thank you, Rachel. Thank Stick you. Stick around for some production notes. Sounds good. <laughs>